January the 26th, 2023. Genesis chapter 26. Two sides, one coin. Glory, hallelujah. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just. With all things being relational, and it's a fantabulous opportunity, fantabulous day to be here with you today, Thursday morning, sharing God's word, reading God's word, being able to just enjoy what the Lord is saying to us each day. It's it's a remarkable opportunity, and yet not only do we have the opportunity to hear what the Lord is saying each day, we have the opportunity to carry it out. We're so thankful for our sister Rose who continues to send those greetings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday greetings each and every day and specifically about the ones concerning prayer. Thank you, Brother Carlton, as well. You know, there is not enough that we could say about prayer. Prayer is truly our greatest weapon. We are truly blessed. God has given us the opportunity not only to speak to him, but to him to speak back to us. What a great opportunity we live in. What a time such as this that we live in, that we are deposited in this time and space, wherever you at in the globe. It's not by accident. There's no coincidence. You are there for a specific reason and purpose. And God plans to use you. Just yield to his Holy Spirit and let him have his way. Today, family, we've allowed, God allowed us to entitle this particular episode, Two Sides one coin we'll see how god blesses us coming and going in the field in the land in a city at our jobs at our household god is just truly good he is with us always so it's our prayer today that you are blessed that you are encouraged that you are inspired to do and be all that god has created you for let us go into his word genesis chapter 26 two sides one coin Now there was a famine in the land besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land of which I shall tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you, and I will bless you. For you and your offspring I will give all these lands and I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham, your father. I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and will give to your offspring all these lands. And in your offspring, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac settled in Gadar, when the men of the place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister. So he feared to say, My wife, thinking, lest the men of the place should kill me because of Rebekah, because she was attractive in appearance. When he had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out of a window and saw Isaac laughing with Rebekah, his wife. So Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, she is your wife. How then could you say, 
she is my sister. Isaac said to him, because I thought, lest I die because of her. Abimelech said, what is this that you have done to us? One of the people might easily have lain with your wife and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech warned all the people saying, whoever touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. And Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him, and the man became rich and gained more and more until he became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and many servants, so that the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped and filled with earth all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. So Isaac departed from there and encamped in the valley of Gedar and settled there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water and had been, that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father, which the Philistines had stopped after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the names that his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of spring water, the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Essek, because they contended with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that also. So he called its name Sitna. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth, saying, for now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. From there he went up to Bathsheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. Fear not, for I am with you, and will bless you and multiply you and your offspring for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there, and called upon the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servant dug a well. When Abimelech went to him from Gadar with Azuzat, his advisor, and Philco, the commander of his army, Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we said, Let there be a sworn pact between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do us no harm, just as we have not touched you, and have done to you nothing but good, and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they rose early and exchanged oaths, and Isaac sent them on their way, and they departed from him in peace. That same day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well that they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, he took Judith, the daughter of Beri, the Hittite, to be his wife, and Basemath, the daughter of Elan, the Hittite, and they made life bitter for, the, for Isaac and Rebekah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word. Two sides.
one coin. Glory, hallelujah. Family, we once again are reminded people are watching. Glory, hallelujah. Thanks, Grandmaster and my brother E.D. I mean, that, that's a side note. I'm sorry. That, that They'll get it. But family, people are watching. We find in this chapter that that God has not abandoned the covenant made with Abraham and his descendants, as well as he blessed him with material wealth and the surrounding people, Abimelech and the Philistines. But it's a it's a different king, by the way. It's a different king, you know. But the same response from Isaac that that Abraham gave, which is, "She is my wife." Right? They are watching. They are certainly watching. They see God's hand on their life. They send them away for fear that they are mightier than they. Isaac departs and encamps in the valley of Gerar, settles there, and still the blessings of the Lord follow him. Glory, hallelujah. Abimelech came to Isaac at Gerar and said to them, or said to him, I should say, as I quote, why have you come to me? seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you. They said, we see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we said, let there be a sworn pact between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you. Glory, hallelujah. God is blessing his servant, watching over his word to see that it is performed and people are watching. But on the flip side of that coin family, we find Esau, the elder son of Isaac, making life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. The scripture reads, When Esau was 40 years old, he took Judith, the daughter of Beri, the Hittite, to be his wife, and Basamath, the daughter of Elan, the Hittite, and they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. Glory, hallelujah. Two sides of the same coin. You know, we often think that because we are children of God, we we will not face any challenges. But the principle here, family, is balance is the key to life. The book of Proverbs chapter 30, verse seven through nine says, two things I ask of you, Lord, do not refuse me before I die. One, Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Two, give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Glory, hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We embrace your truth. We embrace your love. We embrace the reality that we live yet in a fallen world. And all things are not going to go perfectly as is before as it was before in the Garden of Eden, before Adam and and Eve took of the forbidden tree. So we thank you, Lord Father God, that with our many blessings that with our love, with our joy, with our material blessings, we thank you that even in the trials and tribulations that we face that may not be so joyful, 
that may not be so abundantly received as material blessings, that we could still, like James says, count it all joy. We thank you, Father God, because we know that in the end, you are our Father and our Savior, and that all things work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. So we thank you, Father God, that you're with us never to leave us nor forsake us through the ups, through the downs, through the valleys, and through the hills. We know that you're with us, God, and we're thankful. We will count it all joy. We will see the land in this land of the living, your mighty hand, in the good and in what seems or appears to be the bad, because we know in our sight, in our mind, in our hearts, it is all good. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your continued watching over your word to see that it is performed. We know that we are praying for the healing of our brother HH and we're praying for deliverance from our brother Justin and in various different prayers we lift up before you, Lord God. We know that indeed you hear and because you hear, you will do. We pray with faith, knowing that as our brother Carlton said, we have a part to play. So whatever you would have for us to do, Lord God, bring it to our mind that we may walk in obedience to your word. We love you. We honor you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Be encouraged today, family. Be a blessing to those around you. And those of you, my friends, if you do not know this Lord, this God that we're talking about, we want you to know that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God tells us if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus and in your heart you believe that God raised them to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. We want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. We want to share community life with you. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, love one another.